0: Hey, welcome back to Three Ply Chord. I'm Dani. I'm Jenny. And before we even start, we're going to go ahead and lead in prayer like always. Okay. You can bow your head and close your eyes. God, I thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for
1: all that you have blessed us with. Um, I thank you that we have another day and another opportunity to study your word. I pray that you bless Danixia and I, as well as those listening to this podcast with clarity, and we're able to um, have discernment when it comes to your word, God. I pray that whatever we study is able to... Um, Bless our mind and our spirit, and we're able to apply it to our daily life and our daily way of thinking, God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
0: Amen. All right, you guys. Um, I hope you guys are all safe and sound in your house. Um, quarantine your guys' itself. Um, I hope that you, you guys are, uh, if you haven't already, you know, going to the stores and getting the stuff that you need, um, and just kind of preparing yourself throughout yeah. the day, because we we are definitely living in crazy times right now with the yeah. whole virus and everything. Um but i hope you guys are safe and sound and um let's go and continue on to what we're talking about uh so today today we're going to be talking about james chapter two um and we're going to be reading the compact bible commentary by earl radmatcher ron allen and h wayne house as well as our new king james um version of the bible um the bible study um bible i guess mm-hmm. the bible study bible Sure, that's how it is. (laughs) But okay, so we're gonna go ahead and have Jenica read. Um, this one today we're gonna do it just a little differently. Um, instead of going verse by verse, uh, and kind of just breaking each one down, this chapter is really a bunch of verses explaining all of itself. So we're gonna read it in bunches, um, and kind of do things like that. If a Bible verse kind of stands alone, um, I feel like then we'll you know break it down. But other way. Otherwise, you know, it's going to be in, like, bunches that we break things down in. Okay, cool.
1: So, chapter 2 of the book of James, verse 1. My brethren, do not hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with partiality.
0: Um, so, uh, I had looked it up, and basically, partiality means favoritism. So, right then and there, it's saying, don't show favoritism. Um, so here I thought it was really cool because he uh, James here shows an illustration of favoritism between a rich and poor man um, that comes into the church. and I think that's um, important to kind of show because um, I believe here it says, what's the word that they use for church assembly assembly yeah, so it's actually talking about a church when they come to come into a church um, and it says, uh, you know, paying more attention to the rich man and none to the poor man, you're already showing favoritism because you know that the rich man can give more money. Mm. But I
1: think it's crazy. They're um, talking about partiality. They say when you show partiality, you become a judge with an evil like evil thought. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really consider, I, at least I, before reading this, wouldn't really consider favoritism, like, evil.
0: Mm-hmm. But in
1: terms of Christianity, mm-hmm. it is because, you know, we're called to, like, show god's love and christ's love through everyone
0: mm-hmm, um, equally for everyone yeah yeah that's crazy I, I you never think of that you know what i mean you never mm-hmm. think as like what you said favoritism as evil thoughts yeah and that also goes to show like what we consider evil and what we consider to
1: be good really isn't up to par with um what it needs to be
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay verse five Listen, my beloved brethren, has God not chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which he promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor man. Do not the rich oppress you and drag you into the courts? Do they not blaspheme blaspheme, blaspheme that noble name by which you
0: are called? Kind of put that to the side a little bit, um, is... When we rely on God and not the riches of the world, which a lot of us tend to do, um, we are rich in faith. And I really, really like that. I love the whole texture. To me, it's texture. You know what I mean? To me, it's it's, it's really great imagery of to be rich in faith. Um, And it's just a really nice way to put it. Uh, But if we really love God, then we are heirs to his kingdom. And I like that. I love that visual, I guess. Um, and then verses 6 through 7, we, show, it, we showed favoritism to those who oppose us and take us to court. We blaspheme the noble man, Christ, by which we are called. I think that's crazy because it's we take it like in middle school or in um, elementary or whatever. We always want to get the, um, what is it called? We always want to get people who are mean to us or are the bullies or whatever and we want to get on their good side we want everybody in the world to like us but it's those people that are the ones who are talking behind our backs they're we're trying to get their favoritism when their favoritism isn't what matters Mm -hmm. because favoritism is not right in general but it's crazy how we are always trying to get the people who we really shouldn't be like do you know what i'm trying to say Mm mm-hmm you mean, like, like help, me, help me out because I don't, I don't know how to, like,
1: we're trying to get on the good side of those who aren't on the good side of God.
0: Yeah, yeah, there you go. And
1: ultimately, like, that we kind of look foolish when we do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, what next set of verses do you want us to read?
0: Um, so let's go ahead and read eight through
1: nine. Okay, if you really fulfill the Loyal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, you do well. But if you show partiality, you commit sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors
0: Wow, that's crazy because it's like the royal law is love your neighbor as yourself mm. like that's that's mm-hmm. a great visual like I feel like that's what I'm gonna be saying throughout this whole thing because all this is really good visuals um, but it says if we do if we don't we commit sin that's like it's crazy to say if we don't follow this law we're committing sin like this is you're breaking the law. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, For whoever shall keep the whole law and yet stumble in one point, he is guilty of all. For me, that's a huge Mm -hmm. thing. Um, It's like
0: following every law except for one kind of like doesn't matter. Yeah. It's like picking and choosing what you want to follow. I feel like there's a lot of um, Christians who like to pick and choose certain things that God says and certain things that we follow you know what I mean? And then just be like, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian because I do this, this, and this. But the yeah. one thing you don't do, you know what I mean? For sure. It's definitely like an all or nothing type of mindset mm-hmm. when it comes to
1: Christianity. Like, you either agree with everything that God has to say or
0: you just don't agree with what God has to say. Like, mm-hmm. And because tough. of that, you know, you're going back to 8 through 9. Like, you okay, so 10 through 11, you break one law, you're breaking all of them. Which means that through 8 through 9, you're, you're sinning and you're considered a transgressor which is crazy transgressor so like it's such a deep word you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um verse 11 for he who said
1: do not commit adultery also said do not murder now if you do not commit adultery but you do murder you have become a transgressor in the law so speak and do i'm sorry so so speak and so do as those who will be judged by the law of liberty what does that mean verse 12 verse 12 so speak and
0: so do as those who will be judged by the law of liberty um what i got like my understanding of that verse was understand you will be judged one day so when you speak and act make sure you know that that you keep that in mind always understand that you can't be judging other people cuz you're going to be judged as well by the one who who is you know by god hmm. that's that's my understanding from from this um from this verse i feel like it says, so speak and so do
1: as those, so they are telling us to behave in a similar manner as those who will be judged by the law of liberty. And my study Bible is saying that the law of liberty um, refers to the gospel. So I feel like it's saying, like, speak and act like you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm getting from. Does the commentary book have anything to say?
0: um about so that verse. so the commentary verse actually puts in verse 11 through 13 together okay um but i'll just go ahead and read what it says altogether. um it says believers will be judged by the law of liberty which is the law of love believers who do not practice partiality but who practice love and mercy will triumph at the judgment seat those who have not shown mercy will not receive mercy verse
1: 13 says for judgment is without mercy to the one who has shown no mercy mercy triumphs over judgment i like the way he worded that um for judgment is without mercy to the one who has shown no mercy it makes me think of that one i think it's a parable of, oh i was literally just gonna say that uh, the man who he was like um, a servant to the king and mm-hmm. he owed the king a lot of money and the king like forgave him of his debt, and then that servant turns around and goes to one of his servants and um, refuses to forgive him, not just refuses to forgive him of his debt, but, like, threaten him if he doesn't um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: pay that debt. And then the king turns around and finds out that the servant he just forgave refuses to forgive another, and then that man ends up being thrown into jail, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much this whole thing that I see, like, coming into a story. For judgment is without mercy to the one who has shown no mercy. So, um in times of judgment unlike like final judgment day kind of thing if we have lived our lives showing no mercy to those who um really need mercy mm-hmm. then we're gonna be out of luck when it comes to
0: mm-hmm.
1: us needing mercy mm-hmm. to god
0: because like why show mercy to us if we can't show mercy to others yeah what, what's the point okay what's the next set of verses you have mentioned? um i have verse 14 by itself okay
1: what does it profit my brethren if someone says he has faith but does not have works
0: can faith save him? I really like that. That's tough. I really like that. It, to me, I put, like, what do you gain if you have faith but nothing to show for it? Like, how how can you say I have faith but you, you not show that you have faith, in, especially in troubled times? Like, where, what does your faith have anything to do if you can't show it?
1: That's crazy because it says, can faith save him? I've always thought faith could save you. Really? Yeah, like, having faith in God. Like, when I think of faith, I think of, like, fully believing God is your God and, like, fully mm-hmm. stepping out in faith. Um, so, like, you would think, like, faith should be able to save you. Like, the whole point of Christianity uh-huh. is, like, to believe that God Oh, is I your see.
0: It's almost as if you're using faith, like, in a, its own separate thing. Like, it's its own thing. Faith is, like, like, that's the visual that I'm getting. You know what I mean? But it's, like, I feel like with what it's saying right here, like, faith is connected to something else. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, that's like how I see. It. I see like the visual that like you you saying that like I, I totally get it because like I understand like that was me also. But like reading this, I was like wow because you could say you have faith, 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 but when it comes to it, you have to show your faith to show that you really have faith. Yeah. You know what I mean. Okay. Um, if, verse fifteen through seventeen. Okay. If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily
1: food. And none of you, I'm sorry, and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be warmed, what the heck, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them (laughs) the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it
0: does not have works, is dead um so basically i summarized this as just said you know he james uses an example of siblings one with nothing and the other with something with security with with everything basically you know it doesn't help a person to let's say i tell Jenica, you know she's the one who has nothing and i'm just like yo you should really go get warm and go go get yourself something to eat but she has nothing to be able to get that stuff what does that do for that person nothing you know oh it's cool to have those empty words like oh you know you know i hope you get better i hope you i hope you get clothes i hope you get yourself fed i hope you um get a job so that you can get money i hope all this stuff but if i don't help you out and i just say that you're literally nothing's gonna happen for you yeah so what does that do for you nothing
1: i feel like um from verses 14 to 26 um i think verse 17 is basically like the central message of Mm -hmm. this whole like portion of the chapter yeah absolutely faith without anything is dead faith without works is dead so Mm -hmm. as you're saying um when you're saying like faith is connected to something like faith and work is connected Mm -hmm. to each other
0: yeah absolutely um
1: what other uh so i have 18 through 20 Okay, but someone will say, you have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. I like that verse a lot. Mm-hmm. You believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. I think that's funny, too, because so, that's so true. Like, Yeah. Um, demons, they know who God is. Mm-hmm. Probably even to a greater extent than we know who God is. Mm-hmm. And they're still not saved. So, like, belief and, like... Well, I believe there's a God is like that phrase is not enough to yeah. really profit you anything. Mm-hmm. Verse 20. But do you want to know, foolish man, that faith without works is dead?
0: Uh, so what I have is uh, thinking that there is a separation between faith and works makes you foolish. You need you need one to justify and show the other. Um, and then for the even uh, I said, even demons know and have faith that God is real and in him. But their works are not good. Which is what you said, you know, you can have faith that God is real, you can know that he is real, Mm -hmm. but there's no, nothing is going to happen if you don't put it into action. Yeah. Uh, Verse 21 through
1: 24. All right. Was not Abraham our father justified by his works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works and by works faith was made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, and he was called a friend of God. You see then that a man is justified by works, and not by faith only.
0: Is it 25? Oh, uh, 24. Okay. Um, so, I put, he, James uses Abraham and his son Isaac as an example of faith with works. Abraham did the work of taking Isaac to the mountain to be sacrificed, but had faith, God wouldn't have had him kill his son and provide a sacrifice he i feel like in this those um 21 through 24 he's really just summarizing everything that happened in that story like just paraphrasing it all yeah he's like providing examples of Mm -hmm. faith and works in which they both
1: Mm -hmm. were used um, likewise this is verse 25 likewise was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way for as the
0: body without the spirit is dead so faith without works is dead also mm-hmm. and you know I, I for those two verses I just put you know he uses Rahab and the three spies as another example which is another great story in the bible um and, and just showing how she had faith that what they said was going to be true. And she helped them, even though she really didn't have to. Yeah. Um, and then you cannot live without your spirit. The same way you, you w- the same way faith cannot work without works. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that pretty much summarizes that right there. Um, and for like the whole chapter, the overview for chapter 2, I put, God doesn't show favoritism, so neither should we. To show favoritism is to sin favoritism also leads to judgment and that is not good because we are not called to judge mm-hmm. and also we are to show our faith with works and without it our faith is dead yeah i feel
1: like that basically sums up this whole thing this chapter is mm-hmm. pretty short and pretty straight to the point i don't
0: think he really beat around the bush too much i don't think yeah. he really like and you can almost appreciate that for him to just be like straightforward yeah. like look this is like, it this is like what you need to hear. Yeah. yeah um oh, yeah it sounds
1: pretty good to me yeah i really like that Okay, so next week we'll be going over chapter three. Also, apologies um, for posting about a day or three days late.
0: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Uh, Definitely. We'll get better. Yes, promise, promise. Um, Okay, so we're going to go ahead and we're just going to lead out in prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer, and we just want to thank you for everything that you are doing for us, Lord. We thank you for letting us be safe and sound and be able to learn your word, oh, Heavenly Father. We ask that we're able to show our, our faith in our works, oh, Lord, and that we ask that if, if this is something that we are having trouble with lord we ask that you help us with um showing favoritism and and judging others lord we ask that we we are able to work in that lord and we ask that we are able to show your light in everything and anything that we do in the name of jesus christ amen amen thanks for hanging out with us guys um
1: be ready for next week and also buy some hand sanitizer
0: yes absolutely (laughs) have a good one bye